valley of the shadow where my plans turn to dust when I'm walking through the unknown in the waiting I will trust when the sky falls when the fur comes let the rushing waters rise when my soul is worn and weary and I've got no place to hide I know Surround me, my comfort and my song Your promise is my refuge Cause I know your love is strong You have raised me from the ashes Set my feet on solid ground I know September 12th. And as we turn to the New Testament reading, we'll be looking into the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 12, verses 11 through 21. We'll read about permission, just as God permitted Satan to test Job and Peter. Now he permitted Satan to attack Paul as well. God wanted to keep Paul humble after his exciting visit to heaven. In the loving will of God, Suffering has a purpose that can be fulfilled in no other way. Accept it, and it will become a heavenly blessing. Fight it, and it will become a heavy burden. We'll read about prayer. Like our Lord in Gethsemane, Paul prayed three times for God to deliver him. But the Lord did not answer that prayer as Paul wanted. However, God did meet the need and gave his servant the grace he required. Paul did not simply make the best of it. 
He made the most of it. And grace can do that for you. And then there is perplexity. Paul was concerned more about the sins of the saints than about his own physical problems. Like a loving father, he wanted to go to Corinth and enjoy his dear children. But they were forcing him to discipline them. Yet even discipline is an evidence of love. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. September 12th, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 11 through 21. You Corinthians have made me, Paul, act like a fool, boasting like this. You ought to be writing commendations for me, for I am not at all inferior to these super-apostles, even though I am nothing at all. When I was with you, I certainly gave you every proof that I am truly an apostle, sent to you by God Himself. For I patiently did many signs and wonders and miracles among you. The only thing I didn't do, which I do in other churches, was to become a burden to you. Please forgive me for this wrong. Now I am coming to you for the third time, and I will not be a burden to you. I don't want what you have. I want you. And anyway, little children don't pay for their parents' food. It's the other way round. Parents supply food for their children. I will gladly spend myself and all I have for your spiritual good, even though it seems that the more I love you, the less you love me. Some of you admit I was not a burden to you, but they still think I was sneaky and took advantage of you by trickery. But how? Did any of the men I sent to you take advantage of you? When I urged Titus to visit you and sent our brother with him, did Titus take advantage of you? No, of course not. For we both have the same spirit and walk in each other's steps, doing things the same way. Perhaps you think we are saying all this just to defend ourselves. That isn't it at all. We tell you this as Christ's servants, and we know that God is listening. Everything we do, dear friends, is for your benefit. For I am afraid that when I come to visit you, I won't like what I find, and then you won't like my response. I am afraid that I will find quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfishness, backstabbing, gossip, conceit, and disorderly behavior. Yes, I am afraid that when I come, God will humble me again because of you. And I will have to grieve because many of you who sinned earlier have not repented of your impurity, sexual immorality, and eagerness for lustful pleasure. Good morning, everyone. This is Mike Wells, Phase Director. Welcome, all the new guys who were accepted into the Refuge Ministries on Monday. My hope and my prayer is that you truly discover God while you're in Phase 1. And as you continue throughout the process, that you grow in a deeper relationship with God, yourself, and others, and you apply what you have learned. I hope you have a wonderful day and know that it's a privilege and honor to serve you and walk alongside of you. God bless. Trading punches with the heart of darkness Going to blows with your fear and calm 
Psalm 56, verses 1 through 13. David prayed this prayer while he was in danger in enemy country. After God delivered him, he wrote Psalm 34 as an expression of praise. When you're in the midst of trouble, remember these truths about God. One truth is God sees where you are. He has not lost track of you. David should not have been in Gath to begin with. But the Lord was gracious to go with him and help him. God understands your situation far better than you do. And God knows how you feel. He not only knows your tears, but He records them and retains them. Why? So that one day He may transform them into gems of glory and joy. No tears are ever wasted 
when you follow Him. And God hears when you call. Terrors and tears must be handled with trust. But be sure your motive is not just deliverance. He delivers us that we might delight in Him and serve Him. The highest purpose of prayer is the glory of God. Psalm 56, verses 1-13 through 13. For the choir director, a psalm of David, regarding the time the Philistines seized him in Gath, to be sung to the tune, Dove on Distant Oaks. O God, have mercy on me. The enemy troops press in on me. My foes attack me all day long. My slanderers hound me constantly, and many are boldly attacking me. But when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. O God, I praise your word. I trust in God. So why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? They're always twisting what I say. They spend their days plotting ways to harm me. They come together to spy on me, watching my every step, eager to kill me. Don't let them get away with their wickedness. In your anger, O God, throw them to the ground. You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. On the very day I call to you for help, my enemies will retreat. This I know. God is on my side. O oh God, I praise your word. Yes, Lord, I praise your word. I trust in God. So why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? I will fulfill my vows to you, O God, and offer a sacrifice of thanks for your help. For you have rescued me from death. You have kept my feet from slipping. So now I can walk in your presence, O God, in your life-giving light. Proverbs 23, verses 6 through 8. Don't eat with people who are stingy. Don't desire their delicacies. Eat and drink, they say, but they don't mean it. They're always thinking about how much it costs. You will vomit up the delicious food they serve, and you will have to take back your words of appreciation for their kindness. Take all I have in these hands and multiply God, all that I am and find my heart On the altar again, set me on fire Set me on fire Oh, take all I have in these hands and multiply God all that I am and find my heart on the altar again set me on fire will set me on fire here I 
Here I am, God, arms wide open. Pouring out my life, gracefully broken. Hey brothers, this is uh, Jason Irvin phasing up to phase two today. God has uh, given me new life. I came in broken and willing to learn. And I encourage all of you to open up your hearts, open up your mind, and uh, let God take over and uh, get in your word and he'll do miracles for you.
Religion.